Thank you for listening to our Chat Canna broadcast. This podcast was originally created for our YouTube channel and is being rebroadcast here for your convenience. We'd like to thank the folks at Canna RHX for providing this Chat Canna podcast. And good morning, everyone, and welcome to Chat Canna. Of course, it's a Wednesday edition, and that means it's our short, short show, and that's called Have You Heard? My name is John Reitmeyer, and I want to welcome you to Wednesday's show. We've got an interesting news article for you today, which I think has some relevance to the hemp industry worldwide, and particularly here in the United States. But first, I want to share with you, do you see this beautiful picture here behind me? I'd like to tell you that I'm on location in Rogers, Arkansas, but I'm not. But this building, uh, created by renowned Arkansas architects, say that three times, really fast, is completely open to nature. It's on a walking path. It's down there in Arkansas, and there are no windows. Everything, there might be windows down the top here. I'm not sure if there are, if there is glass there, so that if you're in the chapel and there might be a little bit of rain or something while you're having an event, um, that you don't get wet. But the sides are completely open to nature, and of course, it is built uh, like a church. Let me, I want to, uh, I want to take that away, and I'm going to throw up the actual picture of this. A friend of mine was walking through the forest the other day and sent me this. There's the actual picture of it. You see, there's pews, and there's a, a minister's pulpit on one side, a lectern on the other, and a place there for, for instance, weddings or baptisms or any kind of a thing, a renewal of marriage vows. Uh, absolutely unbelievable. Can you imagine that we talk about destination weddings at a beach or other kind of places in the world on a ship cruise ship but would that not be a place especially for us northern people in the winter if you wanted to take a group of friends and go have yourself a wedding in a green forest this is green all year round down there in rogers arkansas so i just want to share that with you i thought it was you know perhaps one of the most beautiful uh, things. My friend uh, is a kind of walk in the forest kind of a guy, and he's out and uh, sends me beautiful, incredible pictures from all over down in that part of the woods. Well, today, our news story for today, and I think it's quite interesting. I'm going to go through the story with you, and then I'm going to talk about what I think are the ramifications of this news story for today. And the headline is, of course, that world-renowned Nestle enters the European CBD market. And if you don't know, if you think that Nestle is just somebody who puts some cocoa and drink products on the shelf here uh, in the United States, uh, let me change that around a little bit for you. Nestle is one of the biggest companies in the world. They make all sorts of products. Uh, they're into water uh, and they are absolutely huge in Europe, Africa, Asia, and they are big. They are uh, big, big as a company. They are one of the key players on the world stage of companies. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but let me get to the news story here now. Nestle Health Science, of course, a branch of the Nestle company, has announced a collaboration with a Colorado-based cannabis manufacturer to launch its first broad-spectrum CBD formula. And Veronica has joined us in the green room. Let's see if she's here for the free cheese and crackers and everything. Or are you joining us for the show today, Veronica? Hi. I am. I am. How are you? I am great. I don't know if you happened to catch the first 
little ditty that I did there, but it was all about this open chapel that's behind me down in Arkansas somewhere, and it's just beautiful. So I know you were just getting set up to join us, so you got to go back and catch the first part of the show. But today we're talking about Nestle, and although it's a big world player in the, in this, in the stage in food products, um, they have jumped ahead and they have decided to enter the CBD broad-spectrum market in Europe. And we're going to talk about the ramifications of that a little later. I'm just going through the news story now. Of course, they're in Worldwide Food and Beverage. They are planning to start selling CBD-based products in Europe. The, new, the first product is a CBD soft gel formulation, uh, and they, they've created what they say is a unique dis- delivery system. They call it Vesisorb, like absorption. You know, they've got a neat name for how it absorbs in the body. It's a patented delivery system. Uh, it's lipid-based formula used in products with low absorption to increase their bioavailability. So obviously they put some other products with it so it dissolves a little slower in people's stomachs so it has a instead of a hit it's got a longer absorption time in your stomach it's really great but sometimes these are not secret things folks it's a marketing thing and that's okay that's good for them they'll uh, people enjoy enhanced effectiveness of their new formulation fort collins company partnered with them geocan uh the initial batch of soft gels was made uh, earlier this month. It's on its way to, it's only going to Europe. Um, it actually was produced in Slovenia and then formulated into soft gels uh, in Switzerland. That's where Nestle's headquarters are. Um, so they're, you know, of course, America, it's a partnership. Everybody's really happy uh, with the success in the U.S. It's going to, you know, be a bigger thing. This is all good. And Nestle, of course, is in the United States CBD market since August of last year and where they came with THC-free CBD products. Um, They also own the Garden of Life brand under which the U.S. products are sold. They're selling soft gels, CBD liquids, and sprays. So the launching of this thing in Europe, why is that important to us? Why do we care here in the United States? Well, the number one reason is Europe and the EU have really nasty, mean standards. Now, you and I were talking yesterday about that you test your products when they come in, then you make them into something, and then you test them again, right, after after it's been done. And you're very tough and nasty on that. You're probably as tough as the Europeans. Knowing you as the lady I know you to be, you probably are. But a lot of people in America aren't, and they don't have to be. The American market is such that you can make your stuff and you send it out, and until somebody complains, eh. But in Europe, you don't dare put one soft gel or one tincture or one of anything on the shelf until it's been gone through by laboratory after laboratory to be free of that list you gave yesterday, which included, help me out here, pesticides. Heavy metals. Heavy metals, mold, all these kind of things. And so... That's why this is a big deal, because if Nestle's going into this market over in Europe, they've decided that they have a product that they can, you know, introduce to the European market that is every, it always rings when I'm not ready for a call. It's probably one of those, did you know your car insurance has run out? It probably is. You know, though, I do think that, I mean, if, if nasty's it, I guess, but it is. 
I think for a new product, and we talked about this yesterday, for a new product, for consumer confidence, for people to take something from years of being told this was an illegal thing to now being told this might be beneficial to the body, I think this kind of rigid and rigorous scientific um, testing and regulation actually is going to be helpful for the U.S. market because we need that consumer confidence. People need to be able to take things and know, okay, this is really what's in here. This is yeah, what's on right. the label is in the bottle. And we, um, and we have a little ways to go. And we do, but I think the big message today is that Nestle, you know, Nestle, you know, Nestle could kick CBD products to the curb and it wouldn't matter one way or the other to them. It's going to be a little tiny blip on their financials, but they've mm -hmm. decided to both enter this market and then after being in it a year to enter the European market. And that to me is a giant message. That's, I think it's huge. That's I think it's a huge play too, right? Yeah. It's a yeah, huge yeah. message and a huge play because if they can do it there, they can do it anywhere. And they'll have a leg up on everyone else because they'll be able to set. I mean, in our country, um, states like California and Oregon have set the standard in being more rigorous with testing. These are the standards that we as prairie products are complying with. Many people will just call them the Oregon or California standards um, because they have been more vigilant when it came to thinking about pesticides or the impact of anything else. So. Um, Many states in the U.S. have followed that. So Nestle might end up uh, pushing the envelope for corporations and we'll see many corporations following their lead. What do you think? Well, I think so. But that's the, the idea is, is Nestle has decided to both raise this bar to European standards and they think that there's going to be both enough profit in it. And they think that there's a market for it because they, you know, they do test upon test, upon study, upon whatever, and they've gone for it. And that to me is the signal saying, this is here to stay. This is not a blip on the radar. This is not a fad that's come and gone like a lot of things have. This is real. It's here. They see the benefit of it. And that to me is the, should be a signal to somebody that if you're on the fence about it, you know, is it real? Is it going to stay? Is it here? This is to me is a, this is a, the hammer is down on this when a company like that you know, they didn't just do this to try it for a couple of years. They're, they're in it because they feel that there's a genuine um, suction in the marketplace for this product and that that they're going to be in it to make some money on it. And they don't absolutely. You know, I actually think the hammer came down when we when our, uh, archaeologists found a mummified body <laughs> with a pipe with marijuana. Right. Because or cannabis. Um, <laughs> What we know that that mummified body having a strain of hemp with it was, it is undeniable. This is a botanical that has been with us for how many years that this isn't some creation in the lab. This isn't, um, this it's is. Hippies this is, on the corner. It isn't a hippie thing on the corner. No, really. It was in, it's been mainstream until until recently when we thought it was something really bad and now mm -hmm. that's gotten changed. So that's the, that's the benefit. You're totally but one of the arguments sometimes you'll hear is, well, you know, people are growing, this isn't your mother's, this isn't your mother's hippie stuff. Right. And that's true because this isn't your mother's corn. This isn't your mother's soybeans. 
These aren't your mother's uh, beets, right? Like we will always innovate the plants that we chose to tame and um, make huge leaps in how those plants produce more for us. That's right. That's right. So it's an exciting time. That was the message today was that, you know, Nestle's jumped in. And to me, that's the big thing in the market. So that's our have you heard for today. Uh, tomorrow, are we confirmed yet? Do we have a confirmation? We don't. we don't. So no, we no, believe, no, nothing believe, out. We believe that we will. Uh, we're all booked up for next week and into the next week. Uh, so we have some exciting shows coming up. Uh, it's just going to be great, folks. Uh, Margaret Wyatowski, the pivot person for Hampton, Minnesota, is on next week. Uh, a gentleman that runs a giant warehouse of, of everything that you need for your hemp plants, growing them inside or outside is going to be on next week. In the next week, we have a gentleman from way up north of Edmonton in Canada that's running a giant hemp co-op, and they are just soliciting people, come uh, grow hemp for us. How are they doing that up in practically the Arctic Circle, you know, when we're trying to find ways to sell our hemp down here? We're going to pick his brain. We're going to find out what's going on in this guy's world. So it's going to be great. Nice to see you, friends. All righty. We'll look forward <laughs> to seeing everybody tomorrow and of course more next week in the meantime have a great day and get hempified everybody we'll see you tomorrow <laughs>